This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. Happy anniversary, Jordana. Happy anniversary, Jared. Five years. Five, wow. Five amazing. This is my longest relationship. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. It's almost mine as well. Almost. Right. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy that this has been going five years. I know. It's funny, like, the way it's evolved from when we started it from... You know, when was this? 2017? 2017. Sitting in an office. Like, I remember coming in. You guys were like, yeah. we got, we have an, we have an idea yeah. we're, we're, we're thinking about. And I was like, I, you know, the way you guys are like, let's do this. And I'm like, okay. Thinking we're starting, like, at the time, I guess, thinking we're doing a podcast. Like, right. it wasn't like, we're going to take the world by storm. And like, who would have known? Who would have thunk it? Yeah. A juggernaut. No, I remember it was like, um, the idea was like battle of the sexes. Yeah. Um, kind of like dating thoughts. Like, you know what I mean? Like the different ways that men and women interpret the same dating interactions. And I feel like we really did get there. We're, I mean, we're there. We're yeah. doing it. I mean, and yeah. it's crazy to me. Like, you know, when uh, uh, you, of course, I'm sure get the feedback, but I get it. I think I get it in a different way of like, what do you know? What do you, you know, okay. I, I, do you get that sometimes? I get that a lot. Do you think more just like, like what makes you an expert or? Right. Well, or I think a, like, is it due to the single thing? Like, what is the, what do you think is the. I think one men don't, aren't given any credit for th having thoughtful conversations about dating, yes. which, which I would agree with. That's we're fair. not, we're not. Most, uh, most, not all, obviously. Not yeah. all. I think if you engage a man in these conversations, they, they will have, the, but they're not, this isn't brunch table fodder really. Yeah. And, you know, I think also being single, they go, what do you know? You know, you know, you, you know, what do you and it's like I always say I, I, I like deflect. I'm like, I know nothing, I, which I, I do believe being like, in a relationship doesn't mean you know anything. Right. Also. Right, right, <laughs> right. Right. There's a lot of people that met in high school that, you know, like, you know, good. You for wouldn't them. want dating advice from them either. Right. right. So. And it's like, I don't think we give advice like we have uh, some updates today. We're going to go over some like, you know, some past. Yeah advice that we've given but i don't feel that i was ever I, someone was like has anyone ever like blamed you for ruining their lives <laughs> i'm like i don't give advice that way also i don't think our our advice is life ruining even if it I, I i get what you're saying it's like inherently it's not meant to be like this isn't meant to be like a bible right but also we the way we talk about dating i think is and the reason people love this show isn't like you better go out there and you better work it girl and if you do this you're fucking up like we right. don't do that to people no definitely not if we're like to look at this show thoughtfully we go oh right, well here here's my me being vulnerable here's jordana being vulnerable about how we felt in this situation how we would have done things differently how we did them in the past i think right. that's what people like to hear is that they're not alone yeah and there are no like again we're not giving you like strict rules to follow no one's very rarely on this show is someone like 
well, how often should he be texting me? And the answer is like, well, if he's not texting you every other, (laughs) at least every day in the beginning, like dump him or something. Right. I think that's why we've not really, you know, cracked the code on TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't have black and white rules right TikTok yeah. you gotta come out like anytime I there, I see a lot of like male dating advice people or da- men talking about dating on TikTok yeah. and it's always like they're about to get slam dunked on like they're always saying the most heinous horrible things and then it's like stitched with like this woman that looks like she works at a library being like well actually <laughs> and then you're like oh yeah this guy looks like a fucking idiot um, but it's it, you know because of that you know you don't go on and say you better three texts and that's right. it, baby girl. Yeah. You know, like no one wants to hear a, a nuanced conversation on on the internet. That's why the podcast world is is made for us. Exactly. That's why I love podcasting. So I mean, it's been five years. Yes. As you reflect, what do you feel like was like the best part of it? Or I don't know. What do you? What stands out to you as you think about it? What stands out? I I gotta say, as crazy as this sounds, yeah. the Rebel Wilson. <laughs> thing is so amazing to me yeah because we tape this we you know we're, we're fu- again this is the most fun we come here we talk about stuff we we fuck around about dating we try to make something that and i know that uh, something i've learned from doing this podcast is like i think the dating conversation is fun and airy and like can be a cool place to like discuss bigger matters right um what i've come to realize through this podcast is like for some people, this is the hardest thing they have going on in their lives. You know, like, like this is the one thing For they sure. can't yeah. figure out. They're successful. They're killing it in every other way. They got a great family, great dog, great everything. And then they go, this thing fucking sucks. And I didn't. I don't think I understood the the gravity of some yeah. of the, uh, for for some people just talking about dating. They're like, I don't want to fucking hear it. You know, like yeah, they, it's very, it's like they're. I mean, I felt that way too. Right. So I I totally see that. From I mean, it's been so interesting when I started the, when we started this podcast. Um, I was about like four months into dating Mike. Right. And I remember it's funny. I remember like our earlier our earliest conversations, and you were like four months. That's like interesting. You like, and I remember you saying like. I don't know if you still believe this. At the time, you were like, 10 months is where like it gets like the critical, like you got to get out or you're in it for totally a long time. Stu- and I remember like thinking about that as I approached that. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just so still interesting. Still believe that, by the way. I, I could agree with that. Right. Yeah. I still believe Thinking that. Thinking back, um, that, that being sort of a critical period of like, are we doing this or is this kind of a casual relationship? I mean- Going back, beware of anniversaries, birthdays, um, bar mitzvahs, any big event. Beware of the event because men end things right before the big, the next step. Yeah. And I mean, I'm guilty. I've done that in my life. So I, I that's why I talk about it. And it still holds true. Right. Um, and I remember like, you know, I think the, the thing that stands out to me is one, of course, the Rebel Wilson episode, the most, again, one of the, I, I would say definitely the highlight of my entire career. Right. For sure. Really? Yes. I mean, you've met like, you know, I've met people, vice but presidents to hear, and shit. To hear that someone like Rebel Wilson is a paying subscriber I, I didn't to even, the that, show. That wasn't even what I was thinking of. And, and uh, to me, it goes farther like back. Like she likes it enough to buy it. The fact, <laughs> right. The fact that it was, I'm talking about when it was in the magazine. 
Oh. Because they were like, there was a magazine yeah. article where they're interviewing that Rebel Wilson. That was like Wilson. a year before, a year or two before this. I right. Think. Yeah. It was during the pandemic, I think. Someone I think so. sent it to us and I was like, and then I started, I was like, I was so like, Rebel be, Wilson's gotta on. Be, I was like, oh, there's another You Up podcast right. out there <laughs> that Rebel Wilson is a fan of. Right. And I was like, and I literally was like, I'm like, man, Rebel Wilson, like, like amazing comedian, actress, whatever, is out on like her hot girl walk. Listening to like With you in her ear, yeah. the buffoonery yes. of an idiot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. I, that's something. And what it really translates to is like how much a podcast can just get out there. When we yeah. tell people, like, tell your friends and coworkers, and then you know, and also that this like leads to a thank you to the listeners. Thank for you sure. for like one of you was like you know degrees of Kevin Bacon. One of you shared it with someone. Who got it in front of Rebel Wilson? Like that's a crazy some, some, thing. Yeah, something. Someone, one of you led led to that. So thank you again. The fans of this show are amazing. Yeah, I'm always extremely flattered whenever I see anyone out in the New York City wilderness. It just feels like it's it's amazing. It's so nice to to meet people who connect to the show who feel like a connection to us. Oh, totally. Um, and it makes, I mean, I feel smarter for the fans because I, listen, I'm out there. I'm, I'm on, I'm on mm -hmm. stage and people come to shows and it's not just you up fans that come. Like I, strangely, there'll be people at shows that are like, yeah, I like meats and cheeses. And that's how I ended up here. Like I like charcuterie, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, okay, I, I guess you that talk worked about for that. you. Yeah. Right. But then the you up segment of the audience, I can always thoughtful, fun, brings their friends like and then the group is fun like yeah. I I always know who they are and you know I'm like wow that's pretty cool you are the people you surround yourself you are your audience to a certain degree completely yeah and we've gotten some great stories we've gotten some amazing questions and for me I think it it's really helped me also just be I mean it's funny because I was never really doing this show while I was dating mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's helped me really put a lot of my dating history into like the context of the things that we're talking about. I think if I were dating during, if I, you know, if I got divorced tomorrow and I were dating, right. I think I would be a very different dater than I was the last time I was single. I think that I've, you know, able to look at my relationship through such a different lens, mm -hmm. having spoken to you. And even just like, I think your advice on this show has really changed the way I think about dating as well. And especially like, I think the biggest change was probably just being such a reactive dater as opposed to, um, you know, a proactive mm -hmm, dater, mm -hmm. someone who had their own standards they were meeting. And, it, you know, it's interesting to look back on because I didn't really do that much before um, before Mike. Right. I mean, yeah. it's it's I mean, it's it's cool. Like, you know, mm -hmm. us two going and hearing your feedback of like, what? Like when you <laughs> question things, you know, like me on stuff, I'm like, yeah, like I, ne I never would have <laughs> heard that feed. You know, in my mind, you know, I'm always like, you know, I, I'm screaming, you know, idiocy and just no, throwing not at shit all. against the wall. But There's it's so I much mean, wisdom there. Right. Well, we've we've come together to create a space and we always say it like it's an uncomfortable conversation. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of this being proactive is uncomfortable. It's hard, yeah. And I wonder, you know, if I were dating, if I would have been able to to do this show. Because mm. I like I was one I am one of those people who used to be very overwhelmed by dating or very like um 
anxious about it, as I've said. So I do wonder, I think part of like be, the security of being in a relationship and, and Mike being like cool or thinking it was cool that I was doing this right. made me feel like more confident to to go in and talk about it and have these kinds of conversations. And I remember in the beginning being annoyed that he wasn't like more jealous of all the other people I was talking about having dated. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, now that I'm more secure in the relationship, I'm like, that's amazing that I, you know, that I don't have to think about like, am I going to upset him by talking about this guy I had sex with or something? Right. And then I'm sure it opened up conversations that maybe you were worried about having before. Yeah. Like when you were, you know, like, you know, if someone said, well, you mentioned this on the podcast. Now you have to talk about something that you might have not mentioned. A hundred percent. And that's that's also been a big part of it. Um, someone on a date was asking me, they're like, they said they were like, is it hard to like be on a podcast talking about that? I'm like, it's hard because I'm, 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 what's that? While dating. While dating. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, it's hard because I'm more honest on the podcast than maybe I am like in person. Right. <laughs> like, like here, well, you don't have I, to say like, it to their face, in right? Person, yeah, I'm, I'm saying it. You know, here I'm saying mm-hmm. it, and Rebel Wilson's listening somewhere. You know, like <laughs> hi, and, Rebel. Hi, yeah. <laughs> Hope your walk is going well. Congratulations on the baby. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. It's uh, I had a weird date thing happen. Speaking the other of night. which, let's hear um, it. Yeah. I, I got a message on a dating app. This is kind of. It's kind of weird. I got a message on a dating app. Can I read it to you? Yeah. It was interesting. We had talked before. We'd matched before, talked, fizzled out. Okay. Okay. And then I get this message and it was like Sunday, you know, I'm out. I had a couple drinks in me as, as I do. do. <laughs> and um, Jared, I went on a, I went on two dates with the bootleg version of you, and I think it's time I go out with the real one. Wow. I was okay. like, I was like, I like the the gusto. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right? I it's it's a nice little uh compliment. Was it not, I guess so. Yeah. Well, because I and it was a, a also a nice refresher. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, looking back on our conversations, like we we didn't answer each other. You know, it's just like she wants the real deal the buck right so i when i read that i wrote and we had never mentioned if they know me or not okay so i'm kind of dancing around that i'm like so i wrote lol how do you know they were like me how do i know i can live up to the me i've created okay you know i fair and it is fair to think that and well for starters his name was also jared Okay. okay, and um, and then your looks definitely resemble each other. Hopefully Not she really. Uh, show you a picture, right. right? You don't want to look like anyone. I don't want to look like anyone. <laughs> Nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was a little bit. I mean, there are certain people that I don't mind people saying I look like. Right. I, I like. I want someone to say I look like someone I don't look like at all, yeah. and they're way hotter yes. and way better looking yeah. than me. Yeah, that's always nice to hear. Right. Although sometimes it's even like not nice to hear because it's like I'm obviously I obviously don't really look like i'm the uh what's what did she call it the 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 b squad what is the walmart version yeah. <laughs> we talked yes. we talked about this on um on the bachelor podcast on the bachelor okay that like they did this like notebook kind of scene on uh bachelor in paradise and everyone was like there was like the walmart version of rachel mcadams the filene's basement version yes. of <laughs> 
of of what Ryan of Ryan Gosling, and then who was the other guy? Uh, Hayden. Hayden was is the you know the the dollar store version of right. Well, it's kind of like the, the rich dude. Do you ever you know? see a movie that's like based on a true story, mm. and then at the end of the credits they show like the real family? Hey. I, I, if I'm that family, I don't want yeah, that show. I don't want the show at the end where it's like, here's, here's right. the real family. That's just like 10 notches less attractive right. than <laughs> the actual actors playing. I mean, that's always the case. These are actors. They're professionally good looking people. And glossed um, up makeup, hair, yeah. wardrobe, the whole deal. Yeah. Right. And I just find it always funny. Cause it's like, you're almost like. And it breaks the whole illusion. Yeah, don't ruin this for me. <laughs> yeah. Don't. I don't want to pretend see the whole family looks like the real blind side, like Sandra Bullock and <laughs> right. what is it, like Tim McGraw, right, right, and the right. blind side. <laughs> right, it does ruin it. I mean, this was definitely when I heard that, I was like, you look alike. I don't know. I, I and also look, there's no discussion of like, do they know this podcast? Right. Okay, so we go on a date, and it, it was a nice time. We had a good conversation, whatever, and then it ended, and I was like. I was kind of left not feeling great because we haven't texted since then. I'm like, was I? Well, you went on the date. Went on the date. Okay. And you I was, texted her after the date? I hadn't. Okay. But they hadn't texted me. Okay. And I'm kind of sitting here and I, I had a moment where I kind of felt bad about myself. I was like, was I worse than the other Jared? But you didn't text them. I know, but I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm doing this to, you know, there's an element of like winning on a date, yeah, of, which is stupid. And I don't mm -hmm. like about myself, but I, I did have this cause I, on the date, I was like, so what was wrong with this other Jared? Right. <laughs> cause that's, to me, that's a fun conversation. It's not about like trying to down this guy, but like, what happened? Like, were they, were they mean? You know, were they like a, a horror story? Were they boring? You know? And now and then, you know, they told me a story about kind of what went down and it's it was totally normal and not horrific. But then I walked away being like, was this person just totally like, yeah, the, the other Jared was better. <laughs> like, I don't know. There was a, a, maybe she's just waiting for you to text her. But then I'm, I'm like, am I texting because I need to know if I did better than the other Jared or because I want to go on another date? OK, so you, know what I mean? you both need the validation that she's into you while not being sure if you're into her. I mean, this is advice I would say is bad advice for myself. I've, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's, you're not even, it's not even advice. You're just like, describe the, is that what the feeling is? The feeling is like, it's not like we ended with like a big make out. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like we just like hug goodbye and put them in the right. cab and goodbye. And, it, and so I'm like, and we had a nice, I had a nice time. I can't speak for the other person, but I, I, I had a nice time and had a good conversation, but I did, but it was on my mind. Like that she had gone out with someone worse than you. <laughs> or better, I don't know. Like, was she just like, "Ugh, all the Jareds suck." <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, but maybe that. But if that's the case, then so what? Right? I, I guess I don't know. That's it how felt, you feel about so many people? Right. I. I, <laughs> I that's a good point. I, I. I guess my my thought, like the reason I didn't feel good about it, is like it was weird that like there's this literal measuring pole that I was being put against, and that's how we got on the date. Maybe she just said that as like a flirtatious kind of thing. I'm sure that's the case, yeah. but I. I also am like, that got me out. <laughs> right? Like it got me. Well, let me see if, you know. Right. I guess it worked. Yeah. It did work. I don't know if it, you know. Why don't you text her? I don't know. I get to this point after a first date where I'm like, what do we do? 
Well, it's like if you think about it on a one to ten scale, how would you not? I mean, I hope she's not listening. It's not personal. There is no question oh, that it, she is going to get sent this. Okay. There's no. I've been yeah. too specific Definitely, at this point. Fine. I'm sorry. There's okay. one friend in the New York right, area. This personal, there's, but there's a Jewish chick in the New York area who's going, "Oh my god!" Right now, I kind of feel like if it's a seven or over, mm-hmm. do a second date. It doesn't have to be a ten. Or second date. Right. I, and I'm not looking for a 10. I'm not looking. I, I, I agree with that yeah. completely. Like the idea of like, you know, I don't know. I, I guess all I can think about is this idea that like I bombed. But you didn't even text her. to. Fight. It's not like you texted her and she, she, didn't, and answer. she didn't answer. And no, then that's, I know. That's to me a, a bombing. Well, I guess there's this element of like, you know, I, I guess when you're told like you look like this other guy, you have the same name as this other guy. I want to see if you're as good as this other guy. And it's like. I don't know. I feel like I was plug and played, you know, like it was. I disagree. You didn't message her. She probably thinks you're not interested in her. I guess that's fair. I think if you text. I I don't have another of her to compare to. I think if you ask this person out again, they'll go. Right. But then I'm going to be forced to ask. Like, to me, I was like, maybe she was like, I, I kept putting words in her mouth, like walking away going. And he's not even funny. Like, oh, like, like you think like, that's how that's how she's judging you? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, because why do you think that she doesn't think you're funny? Because I'm not like on a date. Being, I think people think they're gonna go on a date with me, okay. and it's gonna be like I. Well, here's the other thing. I it's went gonna looked, be a stand-up show. <laughs> yeah, I went and looked her up. She did follow me. Never mentioned it on the date. So it never came up that like, okay. oh, I've I've like familiar with her stuff. She said she had heard of this podcast. Um, but you go, so that's not like admitted to. So I am being the reason that, you know, I played it fun and cool mm-hmm. of like, oh, am I better than the other? You know, I'm gonna, a lot of pressure. How do you know? Uh, how do you know I'm the, you know? Right. How, how do you know I'm better than this other person? Right. Why did you how did you think of me? It was never admitted to. So right. but in my mind, I know. Right. Well, you have a reputation. Like, right? Yeah, apparently with this person, at least, because I can or see just, they follow me. So like or just based on the fact that you are known for something. Right. That it was, yeah. that I do something. I yes. do comedy. So right. like if I even just saying that and but I don't go on people. I think sometimes people think I'm going to go on a date and be like this loud, boisterous, crazy person. Right. And I'm definitely not that way. I mean, I'm I don't think I'm that way. I, I mean, uh, on this show, I'm maybe I would I imagine you wouldn't be. I feel like you're actually a lot like quieter and more introverted in person than people would imagine. I think so. Yeah. I didn't think Not that, that you're was... sitting on a date silently. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like that, that two minute pause from that other person who wrote it a few weeks ago. <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I'm definitely not like a, a, you know, a, a dud, but I'm also not like, like performing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't have my, like my big flower. I'm squirting you with water. Like, yeah, your trusty steed is here. <laughs> right. Well, you I mean, know, if like, that's what this girl was expecting, um, then she, she would be disappointed. disappointed. I don't think I don't think anyone wants to go out with that person. That's a strange persona. That's yeah. not who I want to go out with. Right. I don't know. I did get a good review from someone. Can I tell you uh, a cra- yeah. crazy story? Let's hear another. Yeah. Crazy story. This is not dating related. Okay. Um, th- this is related to my standup. We're we're producing a special together. It's yes. December eighth. Sold out. You can't go. Goodbye. Um, sorry. Sorry. Um, so I'm preparing for it. So I'm getting on stage wherever I can. So I went to Gotham Comedy Club. Right. 
Um, and they tell me, they were like, you're going to do an 8.15 spot. So, okay. I'm there at 8.05. I show up. Show's going on. Third full room. Okay. Um, and if you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Miami over Thanksgiving. And I'm going to be in um, Virginia Beach. I'm also coming to... Beach by Thanksgiving. Beach by Thanksgiving. Um, I'm also coming to... Uh, and I, I've been here before, but my shows on the Saturday night show got canceled. Oklahoma City. Nice. Um, they, the power went out in the club last time I was there. So oh. like we didn't have shows on Saturday night. Okay. It was very weird, but I'll be in Oklahoma City. So jaredfree.com. Um, and I go... So I go on stage. So then uh, it's 8.05. I show up. I'm going on at 8.15. They go, Jared, um, you might have to go a little longer. Jerry's coming. And I go, Jerry? And they go, Jerry Seinfeld. Oh. Right. Okay. So I go, oh, I did the same thing as you. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know, your mind, the wheels start to turn. Okay. Because I'm like, I got to change up my material. Why? Because you had a whole anti-Jerry Seinfeld that was, bit. Yeah, 15 minutes. <laughs> Shitting on Jerry Seinfeld. Shitting on, yeah. That, yeah, that show was not even yeah. good. Uh, no, I have like a 15 minute, or I'm like working on like the special yeah. stuff. And there's a part of the special, I'm talking about breakups, that's very difficult. And it always, it's been bombing a lot lately, lately, if I'm being perfectly honest. So I'm working on it, but I'm also like, and so when I bomb and I'm doing something new, I swear a lot. I know that Seinfeld's a big on clean. clean. Okay. And you want to like, uh, you want to, him to like, like you, yeah. <laughs> you know, like just like the date. I want right. that girl to think I'm the best Jared. I want Jerry Seinfeld to think I'm the best Jared. Yes. So, um, so I'm like, they're like, you're going to do 15 to 20. We don't know what, it, whenever he shows up, we're going to turn on the light. The light tells you you have two minutes left. I go, okay. So I was like, I'm going to open with some of the dating stuff that I've been working on, but then I'll make sure the last half I'm going to do clean, clean Jared. Okay. Um, and then, so I see, I'm on stage two minutes in, I see he's there okay. and they're not giving me the light. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to perform. He's watching the whole set. Oh, wow. I'm like, holy shit. Um, and it's going okay, but I'm doing like some clean stuff about, I talk about my body a lot on stage, as you know, I talk about yes. like, you know, weight stuff. And uh, he, he, I come off stage and he like gives me a huge compliment. And What was a compliment? I have it on because I was recording my, I record every set. Okay. The audio. Let's hear it. That's me coming off. Okay. I can't fully hear. You said Justin's peanut butter. I have a joke about Justin's peanut butter. He goes, Justin's peanut butter. That's an unbelievable thing to mention. Oh, wow. He goes, I love the fat now stuff. Now that's staying in. He loves the fat stuff. That's what he said. He goes, I love the fat stuff. <laughs> it's you weird. It's that his in your, voice. You should put that in your bio. Right. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld loves love the fat, fat stuff. stuff. Tell that to your dad next time he asks you your weight. Oh, that's that very cool? funny. That's very cool. Right? Another highlight. Another highlight. Well, listen, if you're if if you're out there, Jerry Seinfeld approved. Yes. <laughs> and Rebel Wilson approved. And Rebel Wilson. Yes. So um, that was uh my 
my night last night that happened last night. That's very cool. Very cool, wow. right? That'll that'll stick with you for a bit. Right. Well, yeah. I was feeling down about give the, you set, the confidence. To be yeah. honest, I was feeling down because it's like a work in progress. We're, until the last day, it's a work in progress. So it's yeah. like, you know, you know. Especially, How was Jerry Seinfeld? He's great. I mean, he's How one of. How was his set? I, I watched the first. I I, I don't watch. The, I don't watch other <laughs> he's like, he's like, why do I need to watch someone else's set? <laughs> Get the fuck out of there! Yeah. No, I, 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 no, he's he amazing. Okay. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> Not enough Justin's peanut butter, right? Um, oh, that's no, it's great. A, quite, you know, you want to be. This is a, you know, a hero of mine. You yeah, know, no, you, that's you know, incredible. I mean, so watching Seinfeld is like my life. You know, yeah. like it's my family connects to it. No, it's like, incredible. It's a, so uh, you oh, could I, just have that, have that as your ringtone. Right. Well, I sent it to my. Well, that's why I like edited it down. I sent it to my parents and stuff, and so they could tell it, show everyone at the golf club. Well, well <laughs> then they didn't know how to listen to it. <laughs> I sent it to them, and they're like, "What? Is, what did he say?" I go, "Just listen to it." They go, "What? You didn't send us anything." I go, "It turned into a Seinfeld episode." They go, "Where? Where is it? How do you do the noise? Do the voice notes?" They didn't even know how to play. It. That's very cool, though. Very cool. Um. So, you know, but and also thank you very much for my anniversary present. I didn't realize we were 100 percent doing <laughs> presents. I just got one here. Although, I mean, I have thoughts on it. The gift. Yes. So we last week were like, we're going to celebrate our five year anniversary. Let's do a gift exchange. That's I don't what I even thought. remember doing. I get amnesia when I leave this room. That's OK. okay. I, I but I, in my mind, I was like, you know, like, what? Do we, and then we were like, how much is the gift? And I was like, just do something thoughtful. And in my mind. <laughs> So I feel worse Jordana didn't minute. think at all. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I know me. I'm not like gonna go to the shop and go through the aisles. Like yes. I was like, I'm gonna. I was like, when we were when we travel somewhere, you have said to me many many times okay. that you are a Starbucks gal. I've said that on this podcast, and you've said yes, it on this yes. podcast, and I was like. Done. Fifty dollar no, gift card to Starbucks. No Done. boutique coffee shops for me. Right. Yes. You you like suburban drive through yes. Starbucks, and I was like, "There's the gift. Fifty bucks. Thank you. It's thoughtful because it I know you thoughtful. love it. Yes. And then uh, every time you get I got one an of your email. frappuccinos. I got an card. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing because I was like. I did on the way here. We were both a little late. I I was only a little late because I was like, "Fuck, I forgot to get the gift card." <laughs> so, <laughs> so you made me feel. It's funny because it's like it was so reflective of a an actual relationship. Yes. Anytime, like when you were like, "Oh, I feel so bad." I'm like, "That's there the goal. we go. That's the goal okay. is for your girlfriend to like flub and you're." You know, my right. I, I didn't okay. do much. I went on yeah. Starbucks.com. It wasn't the you know the hardest, you know, not to down myself, but you go, that's right. And you just own the moment. I would say to yeah. any guy out there, if you you know, I'm telling you to gaslight. Okay. <laughs> so. Make make right. Now, cause I now feel like a piece of shit and crazy. So Yeah, some people uh, are works. good gift givers and some people don't give gifts that's, at all. <laughs> that's a successful anniversary then, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. The best anniversary is you doing the bare minimum. And your partner forgetting about it completely. Okay. I'm going to get you an experience gift. Oh, no. That's going to be your nightmare. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do shit. Oh, my God. What should we do for our experience? We should do a, you up on the road. We should do an experience yes. and, and take it out. Yeah, and film it. Film um, it. YouTube it. But 
we should. I mean, we have some some emails from you guys. I'm so I'm your gift is coming. Right, a, it's in the mail. A, yes, happy anniversary, Jordana. I'm 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 so thankful that you included me in what we're doing here. I mean, it's, it means a lot. I love doing included this show. Included you, you are. You know, we are. You are like we are the, the U team. Up podcast. I think that this works so well because of the team that we have and our our production team, right. our Maddie, our Sean, our Jorge, um, all do. Just like an incredible job. Yeah. And I mean, just the, the, how far the show has come. I remember getting on stage at Comedy Cellar. We did our first, um, live show what right like 2018 or something yes and that was i mean you're on stage all the time but that was my first time on stage and it was just like surreal it was, right uh it was such a cool feeling and i mean you've really paved the way for podcasts for batches in general we started podcasts because aileen and i had gone on your show a couple of times and that was the only show we had ever gone on yeah i think that was like two six uh 2016 when mm-hmm. we started our own show and we were like Maybe we should get into this. This yeah. show was like pretty fun. And so you really you really launched Betch's podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I, I I remember you guys were like, we want to start something. And I I sent one email mm-hmm. and it was like, here are people who do this. You know, the original Shelby, who still works on my show, was your producer. Yes. You know, he was. Set you Alien up with and I Shelby. never knew if he hated us or not. We would Everyone says that, yeah. that about Shelby. <laughs> Very quiet. <laughs> He's quiet, but great guy. Love We'd him. be like, Shelby, was that funny? He'd be like, yeah. <laughs> For sure. If you listen to my show, <laughs> you're loving this Shelby conversation because he is a great guy, but he is, he holds him close to the vest when sometimes he'll come on yeah. my show and we'll do like, uh, you know, a Shelby and I episode. Okay. And it, the dynamic is, I think the funniest in the world. Cause it's like me, like, right. and then he's like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, Very dry. Yeah, yeah. Very dry. And I, I, you know, as someone who I like that kind of stuff, I appreciate yeah. that. But I remember distinctly um, when we first started being like, oh, Shelby thinks this is awful. This is torture for him. <laughs> he hates it. He doesn't. He likes it. I, um, <laughs> I can speak for Shelby. He's great. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool to see. You know, I didn't even think we were starting podcasts early. Like even like us starting five years ago is like early in the podcast game. Now it's like, yeah. You know, starting yeah, a blog, a, you know, like yeah. it's. Uh, when did you start podcasting? 2012. Oh, wow. Maybe so 2013. Ten, ten years for you. I've been doing a long time. I mean, it, it, which is both cool and embarrassing at the same time. Like, you know, like uh, you hear other shows blew up and they, right. you know, and I'm like, just kind of like. No, I mean. But this still, blew up. Your, this was my version. Your show of, is yeah. also still like a huge staple still, in the podcast industry. Still happening. So. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop 
shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. So yeah, now that we've patted ourselves on the back right. quite a bit. Uh, we really have. Um, we should do the show. We've answered how many emails? Hundreds, thousands of emails. Who knows? Well, let's say two an episode, five years. How many episodes do we have? Like 300 something? 396. Oh, almost 400 episodes. So that's like probably at least. Times 1.5 because. Probably we do, two because we do like, we have an awkward. That's an So email. times three because we had two an episode. Let's do, let's do two. Okay. Times two. We'll call it 800 episodes, 800 emails. 590. 590. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was never a math podcast. Uh, yeah, this is never... 800? Yeah, about 800. Okay, I was oh, right. Jordana was right. I was right. Maddie was a French major, not a math major. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Um, a lot of emails, and we get thousands. So, thank you guys for submitting them. Keep sending them in. Thank you for every positive review yes. that that, you, that anyone has ever written. I read, I've read every single review, and we have over thirteen thousand Apple crazy. reviews. That's crazy. You've read every single so, review. Um, <laughs> hey, and let me say thank you to the negative commenters. Yeah, well, let me say thank you to the haters. Let me just say one thing okay, to the haters. Let's hear it. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> podcast is still fucking going. You're an idiot. Everything you thought was wrong with this podcast, other people loved. Yeah. And Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld wait, watched us the- do our first live show and he comes back up. No. <laughs> uh, yes. Right. Um, so we're going to read. I just like, like the fat stuff. Jerry Seinfeld. There you go. That's, That's not really for the, this pot. No. Yeah. But, you know. But this, we are this pot, you know. Exactly. The, the, yeah. I, and I think, I think uh, I haven't, I don't listen to our own show because. Who would listen to this show? No. <laughs> yeah. Because who would listen to this? And also just like no one likes to listen to themselves. Mm-mm. Or at least I don't. Um, but I can imagine that if I went back and listened to the first episodes, I think we've really evolved. Oh, absolutely. I mean. You're you're in the beginning of dating Mike. Mm-hmm. You know I was single, then in, in a relationship, relationship, then single yeah. again. I mean, my God, right? Yeah, it's it's crazy to think about. That. Yeah, yeah. we've had some amazing guests too. We had who was uh, I don't want to name favorites, but we had some pretty high profile celebrities on here. We've had some. High, I mean, the Ramit episode. I didn't know how huge he was. Yeah, he's got a huge following. We got Ramit. People loved We've it. We've had and Andy Cohen was one of our first guests. Andy that Cohen. was really cool. In his office, remember? And I'll never forget this about Andy Cohen. You're like, what makes someone successful, right? Yeah. I tell this to everybody. He showed up. We had like, our meeting was set for 1230. He got there at 1229. And we had a half hour with him. Yes. 1229, he's there. 1259 he's out and i was like that is a successful person time management right yeah we've had andy cohen we've had sebastian stan we've had rebel wilson clearly um logan yuri very popular people loved we've had the uh the girls gotta eat girls have been on we've done yeah back and forth with them they're great um so many with emily morse we've got like you know it's it's a bit of Quite a ride, and we're people. still driving. Dan we're still, Savage, Dan Savage, yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, well, talk about one of the like people who really made podcasting. 
Yeah. You know, so. Legends. Yeah, and, and listen, if you want other people, if you want us to go on other shows, like message your favorite podcast other than ours. Because <laughs> we can't go on ours because right. we already host it. Um, tell them to have us on. So we have some updates. Yes. Okay. So I'll read the first one. This is from to, about a red flag or deal breaker from September 1st, 2021. So a while ago. So September 1st, 2021, you can go back and listen to our answer to this, right? Yes. Also, just quickly, one a couple of my favorite stories before we get into this okay. one. The milk thing. That was huge. People felt so heated about the red flag or deal breaker about drinking a glass of milk. Milk at dinner. Yes. And then the was, guy wrote in. Then the guy wrote in. Right. That, that was what it is always wild when we hear from people who like have heard themselves <laughs> on the show randomly. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I've actually met a guy. I was like at a bar and this was recently. And this guy is sitting next to me with a woman and he looks at me and goes, uh, you did an email about me on the podcast. And oh, you wow. defended me. Okay. And I was like, that's great. And then, like, I remember the woman he was with went to the bathroom. He's like, she's pretty hot, huh? And I'm like, fuck. Oh. I'm like, Bad I was like, look I defended for you. a monster. You're like yeah. a OJ's rep. <laughs> Who was that? The Kardashians, dad? Yeah. <laughs> You're like Robert Kardashian <laughs> Robert, senior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to clarify. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that was great. The 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 awkward sex with the shit in the bag. People, well, I still get I still get DMs asking which episode that was. I just another thing. If you're listening and you ever want to know which episode we talked about, whatever on, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I have either. no idea. Um, <laughs> I always have to write back. There's descriptions for every episode. You have to go also, through. like. Have you done Google before? Yes. Like, you know, uh, you up That's podcast. That's true. If you, yeah, if you Google you up podcast and then the, whatever you're whatever looking the for. keyword is, it should pop up. I just, the guest uh, name. Which episode had this guest? Google the name. Right. I, I didn't realize that harding people's messages made me their back office assistant <laughs> for everything in their lives. Like, And I go, Jared, you answered. Of course. Why wouldn't they think? Like, I'll get to shows and people will be like, hey, are they selling drinks at the show? And I'm like... Why are you talking to me about this? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you mess oh, we're going to the Springsteen concert. I wonder if there'll be bathrooms. I'll message Bruce. What's the <laughs> Bruce, what's the best restaurant in New Jersey? Right. Um, You're from there, right? <laughs> All right, I'm going to read the you up. You Not update. that I'm saying I'm Bruce Springsteen, but. I mean, it's really just more about the concept, but yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Jerry Seinfeld approved. Yes. Stamp. You should get <laughs> stamp, a stamp. Right. Throw it on, put a graphic on there. Or at least that specific bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jordana, we're taping a special, okay? Don't bring us down to I earth. I can't wait. I need my confidence. No, we want to sell low, deliver high, right? Or under, undersell, undersell over, over deliver. deliver. Yes. Right. Sell low. The jokes suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be great. I'm very, very, I'm extremely excited. If you like this mind. podcast, you're going to like the show. That's yes. going to be, right. that I can promise. Hi, Jared and Jordana. Congratulations on the anniversary. Since I started listening, I've gone back and listened to all the episodes. Subscriber and I'm obsessed. Thank you. This is an update about the guy who didn't save my my number in his phone. The one who introduced me to all his cousins. You guys. I remember this vaguely. Same. You guys, there's eight of them between the actual relatives and their spouses, plus three kids. So it was honestly a real meet the fam moment. 
After hearing your interpretation of of what it could mean that he hadn't saved my number, I figured I should just buck up and ask him about it. I did, and he revealed that it was a stupid superstition because he has gotten excited and saved girls' numbers when he was really that he was really into in the past, and then it hasn't worked out. This seemed wild, and I'm pretty sure we all thought that only girls did this. Anyway, we had a funny chat about it where I might have teased him a bit, and he said he would definitely save my number along with a photo. Ooh. Okay. Fast forward a year and a couple months later, we are still together. It's the best relationship I've ever had, and we're going and we're so open and comfortable with each other. Glad I wrote in, and glad my suspicions and Jared's were both wrong. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wrong. Wow. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Glad Jared was wrong. He was too into you. Right. I, I I know exactly what I probably said, and I here's probably the, said because he didn't save your number, he wasn't you know that invested. I and I probably even said that we don't do that thing of like not saving a number because it's gonna be superstitious because you're, because you're gonna because it, it's gonna feel bad if it doesn't work out. Right. Um, I I here's where I'll give credit to us and myself in the Jared's wrong case. <laughs> We got her to talk to him. Yes. Right? They, she says the best relationship, the most open relationship. I do believe if you start it open, you're always open. Yes. Call out someone. When you see something weird. Right. Say something. It's like the subway. Yeah. See something, weird. say something. Actually, that's actually almost, if you could boil down, I think, the best relationship advice ever. It's right. that. See something, say something. See something, say something. If something feels weird... Say something. Right. Something like scream at the person. Say something. Right. That's, I, a sta- that's really just another way of saying owning your standards. It is totally. I, yeah. Well, if you think of it like a like a restaurant, mm-hmm. the the food comes out, it's cold, and you're like, I don't want it to be cold. It's a pain in the ass. I don't want to be the dick. I don't want right. to be. I don't want to bring this up. But you look at the you know the server and you go, I'm really sorry. This food is cold. Can you bring it back? And then they bring it back and they bring it out hot and the way you want it. And you go, amazing. And you go, this is great. In one instance, you walk away from the restaurant going, wasn't that great? Food was cold. In another instance, you walk away from the restaurant going, once they got it right, it was great. You know, it's like, I I think that's kind of what happens with a relationship. And, And, you know, the problem is in a relationship, you go, hey, the food's cold. And then they go back to the kitchen and they never come back. (laughs) That happens too. But then you never come back. Then you never come back. Right. That, that's it, right? And that's, that's a, and that's, I think, another thing from this podcast is like, if they never come back, that's a good thing. Right. It's always seen as that's the worst case scenario, but that's also another good case scenario. Right. The worst case scenario is that people don't say what they want or what they think or what they like, and then- Something that isn't right for you drags on for longer. Right. You're eating cold food the rest of your fucking yes. life. Or you're eating cold food and undersatisfied and going, why isn't this food getting hotter? Right. And just constantly thinking about why, you know. And hoping it's going to change. Right. Yeah. So, I mean. So you're welcome, Jared's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do another one? Yeah, let's you do another read? one. I'll read it again. I'll, I got it. Okay, got it. Okay. J&J. So episode with Dan Savage. Okay, you and a guest answered my email about whether or not to have a threesome with my current boyfriend after it turned out bad and trust was broken in a relationship due to having a threesomes. In a past relationship. Did I read that dumb or was the sentence written dumb? 
I think it's pretty, it's usually the sentence. Right. Well, not to, let blame, me read it not to blame the audience, which we love very we much. We love the audience. Uh, you want to guess, answer my email about whether or not to have a threesome with my current boyfriend after it turned out bad and trust was broken in a past relationship due to having a threesome. <laughs> right? That's yes. a long fucking sentence. Yes. So they, trust was broken in a past relationship because they had a threesome and then they're She was reluctant debating. to have a threesome in the, in the new relationship. Right. I absolutely love the insight. My current, hopefully this insight on the sentence structure helps her too. <laughs> um, my current boyfriend and I have set boundaries and talked about what we would want and wouldn't want to happen when we do have one in the future. This was a fun turn on to get us in the mood for having sex, by the way. I wish the update was spicier, but we did not have a threesome. Mm. Yet. I decided I want to, but it's surprisingly hard to find a single woman that is not a close friend to bring into our bed. Any advice for how to pick up a woman for our threesome? I'm open to trying one of Jared's crazy ideas if he <laughs> has one. Uh, thanks, the kinky betch. What do we think? This um, is great. I I'm happy that they, again, see something, say something. I see that I feel uncomfortable with how this could go because it's gone bad for me in the past. And now I'm saying something and we're now slowing this down towards threesome land. I like that. I like that too. I don't have any advice. And I have no experience with finding a, a, a woman to bring into a threesome. Love the idea. Right. Not something that I have any, I don't feel, I don't feel prepared to give advice. For right. I, 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 yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I, uh, listen, I, I, I think what you do is you go to a hotel bar and you order a Cosmo and you leave it at the end of the bar and you tie a string to the Cosmo. And then... A <laughs> and I don't know why you think that so many women are drinking Cosmos. Cosmos are back. But are you sure? I think the type of woman who would be, oh, is that a loose Cosmo? They come over and then you reel in the string and you go... Here we are. Fuck us. You know, I don't know. Right. That sounds like something out of like a, a just like that season two. Um, and, and just like that. And just like we that. We reeled in the, you know. And just like that, I'm sucking that guy's dick. I got a pun in there. Right. To be, oh, yeah. Uh, to be. Something like that. And, and then I got to thinking. Is, is this Cosmo life for me? Like something like that. Something like that. Damn. A little more punny. We gotta. We we'll write work, to edit. Yeah, we'll work on it for. And for just next like that, I'm face deep in a vagina. I think we need to poll the audience if they drink Cosmos. I'm just wondering. I haven't had one in forever. I've never had one. Too tart. I've never even heard of anyone ordering one. I guess I, you, someone told me they were back, and it's stuck in my head for some reason. Oh, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> My mom Jerry, says Cosmos are back. Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. <laughs> you know, my good friend Jerry once told me. Yes. Jerry Seinfeld. He once told me, I like the fat stuff. <laughs> Such a funny. <laughs> Such a ridiculous thing. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com.
making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do some awkward sex. Ready? Hi, J&J. Love the podcast. Thanks for the entertainment and advice over the years. This story was a hit with all my friends, so I had to submit it. After a good second date, I invited this guy back to my apartment, mentioning that my roommate wasn't home and we should have a a drink there. Big surprise, back at my place, we ended up having sex. It was fine. (laughs) Nothing amazing. (laughs) But everything was still normal up until then. What, did she have sex with me? (laughs) It was fine. Is that the review? (laughs) That's the review. Uh, Right after we finished, he went to the bathroom, still naked as the roommate was gone. Once he came back to my room, I went to the bathroom next. Again, not bothering with clothes. I opened the door to leave the bathroom to find him sitting on the couch in my living room, fully clothed while I was still ass naked. I do feel confident how I look, but standing in the bright light completely naked while he was clothed was so uncomfortable. I felt like I was in that dream where you're on stage and realize you're not wearing anything. Not sure what crossed my mind, but it seemed like an awkwardly long time I was standing there not knowing what to do. So I told him he was welcome to stay the night if he'd like. He literally said, yes, I'd love to stay and we can cuddle until my Uber comes in 15 minutes. (laughs) That guy is a weird answer. I mean, it's funny because it sounds extremely, he, he managed to say to say no while sounding like it was a yes right this is i mean this is every man knows stay positive (laughs) just stay positive whatever bad information you're about to give like i'm leaving is not the right answer it's i'd love to cuddle the uber's gonna be here in 15 minutes we We got got some time minutes yeah (laughs) it's like it's kind of impressive it's impressive guys should be i hope i wonder if he's in sales i mean i this is i call this the la no Okay. In LA, LA people are geniuses at telling you no without saying no. Okay. LA people, especially like if they work in entertainment, they'll go, you'll be like, hey, um, I'm going to be there next month. I'd love to come in and, you know, talk to you about some ideas. They'll go, Great when idea. they go, oh, I love ideas. <laughs> yes, you got to come in. When are you going to be here? You're like, oh, I'm going to be there the month of March. And they're like, oh. I would love to meet with you. My grandmother's going to die in the month of March. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, we're going to have to do it next time. And, but super positive. No, right, but you, yeah. you, next time. But you, when are you back? That's They'll amazing. literally say to you, when are you back? And now, I mean, not to call out some people, but like the, it used to, that was like industry. Like it would be like agents and, and mm-hmm. you know, studio types that would do that. Right. Now that comedians have their own podcast they are industry okay comedians do it to me 
I've done that going on their show. I, I, oh. I, I, I'm thinking of one person in particular. I've, yeah. I've been like, Hey man, I'll come on yours. You come on mine. Like, let's do a Love thing. that. Oh my God. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> when are you in town? When are you in town? They'll, they'll look at you. When are you here? I'm here for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving there. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. I, I, I own a home there. <sighs> 2023, I, I'm actually going to be out of town. <laughs> they do that right to your fucking face. They think I'm a stupid you, idiot. Well, what are you going to say to that? I, I, exactly. Right, yeah. But I I started learning that they do that in LA. It's And I call it the LA no. Mm -hmm. Always positive. Like that. Never say no. Always the do next time. Do you prefer time. a negative no? This is, We're I've not actually, interested in having you? I've actually said this about working with Betches. Okay. I've, I remember back in the day, I would send you tweets and I'd be like, this feels betchy. Right. And you would go, not for us. <laughs> and I'd go, great. Okay. No time wasted. And you would also say, this is great. That's We're a New York it. no. <laughs> that, yeah, New York no, not for us. Going to be a no. <laughs> I, but I got, I get so frustrated because LA people think they're smart. They're not. Right. They're not. No one's smarter than me. No one's dumber than me. We're all within 10%. You know, and especially if you go into entertainment world yeah. or Hollywood world, you you think you're pulling a fast one. You think you're this creative fucking genius. You're not. I saw a TikTok about this. It was like in L.A. It's like they're like um, nice but not kind, and in New York they're kind but not nice. I like that. Yes, something that that there is a lot of truth to that. Like <laughs> they'll like if you. Uh, I think it was kind of like oh, if you're like if you. Blow out your tire. Someone in L.A. will be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> but they won't like then they'll just keep driving. Whereas in New York, they'll be like, you fucking idiot. You blew your tire. But then they'll like help you. Right. <laughs> right. Move it. Get out. Right. I'll help you. Yeah. yeah it, it is. Um, and I'm sure there's L.A. people listening to this going. This is exactly my experience. Then there's L.A. assholes going. I don't know what they're saying about us. For You know, it's like, right. you, no, it's you. You, you it's know, you. but it's this guy is doing an L.A. No, this guy is going. You know, um, would you like to stay over? Oh, I'd love to cuddle with you. Uber's here 15 minutes. We've got uh, plenty of time. Let me take off my shoes. You yeah. stay naked. I'll be in my jeans. Comfy cuddle. It, it's, <laughs> right? it's quite charming. Right. It's There's something. LA's a bunch of C students thinking that they like are smarter than you. It's like, anyway, I feel like a, it's a very real estate-y vibe. Too, right. You know. Right. I, I don't know. Not yeah. to, I love our fans in LA. We have, I would actually say that was one of our best, uh, to, uh, now that we're in the looking back episode, one of our best live shows was LA. LA's great. The, the, the guy with the hat. The guy with the hat. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. In, a little inside joke if you weren't there. Oh my God. I'll explain it because it was just a wonderful moment where so, a live show, when the whole audience is on the same page, it is right. very like a magical. It's yes. it's great because we were all there was a guy on stage. It's like our version of putting like your lighter in the air, right? Because <laughs> yeah, everyone. It, this was our yeah exactly. Yeah. It was like a magical. This guy's on stage and everyone and we did a dating app profile makeover, yes. and every one of his pictures had a hat on, and he also had a hat on on stage, and we were all like looking at him, and we're like another hat, another hat. And then we're all going, and it was this like elephant in the room of everyone's just wondering, is he bald? Yes. Well, that's because the only could... reason someone just, every picture he had a hat on and he was wearing a hat on stage. And he's wearing a hat on stage. And I like, I remember we were, I, I think I was talking to him and I was like, 
It's okay. We like got being, we like, got to take off the. Right. I go take off. Can you take off the hat, sir? And when he went to take it off, you could feel the collective because we hadn't asked him if he was bald. We were just like, you got to take off the the hat. You're yeah. even wearing it on stage. And I remember like everyone took a deep breath together, like. What's coming under this hat? <laughs> but then he wouldn't take it off. Right. And then finally we got him to take it off. Remember when he took and it off? Everyone and was shouted, shouting, take off the hat. Right. And I just felt, you could feel like yes. it was like a balloon popping. And he had a great head of hair. Great head of hair. And, but it was like, I remember thinking in that moment, I don't know if you thought, but I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank <laughs> God. We weren't going to embarrass him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we don't want to make someone feel badly, no, but we're like, not. we were like, you're in a hat every picture. Right. Obviously, this it must feels be a thing like you're for hiding you. something. Right. But he had nothing to hide. He had nothing to hide. We could, it, it's the most, it was, it's actually one of the most shocking things that's ever happened in my life <laughs> that he had hair. Wow, that's big. I, <laughs> Jared, what were the moments in life that just took you, you know? <laughs> there was this guy that, <laughs> there was this guy that had a hat on and he wasn't bald. <laughs> yeah. It goes that, then. Jerry Seinfeld, I like the fat stuff. There you go. <laughs> there Two big moments. <laughs> Two huge moments. Okay. Jared, for, and it goes in the memoir. Right. Uh, he literally said, I'd love to stay and cut, can cuddle until my Uber comes in 15 minutes. He had called the Uber and gotten dressed all while I was in the bathroom for like two minutes peeing. So we walk from my brightly lit living room back to my bedroom where we luckily, where luckily I could put some clothes on again. I basically said nothing while he just talked the entire time. It was some weird post-sex cuddle talk, but I was also so over at this point just waiting for his Uber to arrive so he could leave. Thinking he clearly didn't have a good time, I thought we could just both mutually ghost each other. But a few days later, he texted me asking if I wanted to meet up. I decided to be mature and say I wasn't up for another meetup instead of not answering. And he had the nerve to ask why, since he thought things had been going well. Anyways, long story, but I will never forget walking out of my bathroom naked to find him fully dressed and just sitting there, sincerely naked and afraid. What do you think? Um, I don't have an issue with the fact that he left if he mm. was going to leave, but I just think it's weird to not like to just leave and not say I'm going to leave. Right. I've had, you know, it, right? It, it, like to be like to to call it and then tell someone you're leaving, I think is like a little weird. Right. To to leave the bathroom and have someone sitting there like it's a waiting room at the right. dentist. Yeah. Like, "Oh, so you're done now?" Like, yeah. Uh, exactly. Uber's on its way. It feels a little like you've It would cheapen the make you it would make you feel cheap. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. But it, if he would like if he even if he like, even, even if she just got out of the bathroom and then he was like still in bed and was like, hey, I had a great time. Right. Yeah. Still a little rude. Cause I think like right after is a little weird, but, um, still better than this. Right. I, it is hard that like when the sex is done, I mean, talk about a balloon popping. It's like, okay, does this person want to stay? Do they want me to go? I don't want to be rude. I don't want to. Again, cheapen. I think like yeah. I live by this the idea that everyone would rather sleep in their own bed than not. Sure, but right? I mean, I wouldn't. But <laughs> you wouldn't. You'd rather stay. If I had sex with someone, I think that for me, sex, it would be like an intimate thing, and I, right. I would that would be like a big part of the experience for me. Would be the like sleeping next to someone through the night. Yeah, I, I I'm a big cuddler, especially the first time. Right. I guess, you know, I would wonder, like, is this person just, like, did I really turn this person off? If it were, if they left right away. If yeah. they left right, right away. Yeah. Or did they just. Or is that all they wanted? 
is I guess I would never think that. <laughs> like, I would. I, right. I, yeah. I, I guess like the, as a guy, it's like, did I fuck this up would be more than. Did I offend this person? Right. Then how could you, use, for my body? <laughs> you know, like, I don't think I would have that thought of right. like being used, which I understand why it's different for a woman, you know? Yeah. So I, the getting dressed thing is like a little bit like you're done at the doctor's office. I don't know. There's just something. Yeah. I hate that. I would be like, I feel, I feel like I would just feel shitty about it. Right. Yeah. I you leave. You go to, you literally just immediately finish. You go to the bathroom right. and you're completely naked. That's the yeah. other thing. Her being completely, I mean, sorry to keep bringing up my good friend, Jerry Seinfeld, but there's a, <laughs> there's an episode about weird naked. Yeah. Where they like, they're opening the jar and he's, he's opening it naked and it's like not a good, good naked versus bad naked. Yeah. There's also good naked areas and bad naked areas. Like you have, you ever been naked in your own kitchen? Yeah. It's a little weird. It's a little weird, yeah. right? Like near a knife. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, like it's like weird. So her feeling of like, it's very I'm not, vulnerable. Yes. To be like naked in the other person's clothed. Oh my God. Is it? Yeah, yes. absolutely. So I don't, if again, if he had said, I've got to leave. I think you need to, there's got to be a grace, a mandatory grace period after sex that you must stay. <laughs> if you want to be like a normal human. When I get done with sex, I start a stopwatch. When it gets to 30, an alarm goes off and then I go, oh, that's, uh, that's it for us. <laughs> I mean, even, it just for rude, just the rudeness in terms of like right. life. Like imagine you went to someone's house for dinner and then the second after like you finish eating, like you, you're like, all right, got to go. Like you run away. I essentially got the Uber. I once went to dinner and someone got done with their meal and just shoved their plate to the middle. And I was like, that Where? is weird. Like at a restaurant? It was no, it was like in, in the home. It's like, is it your home? No. <laughs> I mean, it was just, but I'm saying like any abrupt, like it's over for me. So it's over for everybody. Right. It just shows their, their mindset. Right. They yeah. are not even thinking of other people. Right. Of how you might. It's my bat, my ball, I'm going home. Right. It has an element of that. That would be the biggest turnoff, just that idea. Of yeah. It. Plus the vulnerability of the nakedness, plus the fact that they couldn't even wait. It's like, if you're going to, if you want to go home, go home before the sex. Right. You didn't care enough about me to feel awkward leaving. Right. That's a, so it's what, I, what I would think about that. Right. What would you call this? Uh, Maddie had the quick change, which is very funny. <laughs> Cuddle befuddle. What do you have? I really didn't have one. I, I, didn't, I didn't think there was naked, anything that was I liked hers naked and afraid. Yeah. It's more like naked and like uncomfortable. Right. Um, I would, yeah, I would be turned off by this. I guess I would call this the LA no. That's good. <laughs> to go back to that. And then I, I wouldn't even want the cuddle while the Uber came. I'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. No. Why don't you wait outside? Right. <laughs> You're done here. I just think it's rude, especially is the first time they slept together. Right. Like, I guess here's the other thing, though. I have had moments where, like, I've been with someone and they're like, I'm just going to sleep in my own bed. But I needed that explanation. Yeah. That's then. And I've always. And immediately. When they, they said not that? immediately, right. but like, hey, I think I'm going to go like sleep in my own That's bed. That's fine. OK. I'm going to work tomorrow. Right. Fine. And then yeah. when they leave, I I'm literally like. My, there is a moment where I'm like head on the pit, pillow going, <sighs> like, I'm like the happiest and it. most comfortable I've ever You're been. thrilled like, that they've left. Right. Cause I'm thinking of like the idea of what my sleep would have been 
versus like the sleep right. I'm about to get of like this person not being in the. I, I mean, that's my biggest fear. Right. That you're like the biggest <laughs> fear is that you're like overstaying your welcome, right? And you right. don't want to be that person either who's like not leaving when the other person. Right. Do you prefer to like sleep at someone else's or have them sleep in your? Like, would you mind if they slept in your bed? No, I wouldn't mind because I got a big king size bed. Like I've I uh, like sometimes you sleep and you're like I'm in the way. This isn't my space. Right. I'd rather be at home game. Okay. My place. And we can. I agree. My place, because then I'm not the one deciding when to leave and I don't have to worry about overstaying my welcome. Right. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, I guess my place. Yeah, that's. Because then it's them. You know what I mean? Like, then you get to judge their. Right. How, how they <laughs> how how quickly they're leaving. You've been here a while. Yeah. yeah, that's. Well, I mean, it is probably a weird thing to be like, OK, when should I leave? When is like an appropriate time? To it is leave? a weird dance. Yeah. Because you. Sometimes I'll just stay the weekend. <laughs> I've had a guy do that. Really? Yeah. I had a woman tell me that she was like, you basically moved in one time. And that's in a not good way like or a bad me. way. I think it was a good way. That wasn't very like me. I usually wouldn't do that. But I, I guess it's been very that. nice. Must've it must've been. Yeah. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do another email. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Jared and Jordana. Happy Friday. I mean, it's not Friday here. <laughs> Interesting email. Right. My coworker, and I, my coworker and I were chatting the other day because she is celebrating her anniversary with her boyfriend and we got into a discussion about when the actual anniversary date is. According to her boyfriend, their anniversary was the very first date. But according to her, it was when they actually defined the relationship and decided they were exclusive. I'm personally under the impression that the anniversary is when you decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend, but then we got into this whole rabbit hole. Her boyfriend's opinion was that this was when they first hit it off and first started seeing each other. This is when their relationship began. But what if they are still dating other people? What if one of them wasn't initially into it? What if they still have dating apps on their phone? Also, what if they were to end up getting married? Then when is the actually anniversary date? Then when is the actual anniversary date? Sorry. (laughs) I also think it's funny because typically it's the girl who is like, it was the first time we met. Ha ha. Clearly, there are lots of different opinions on the anniversary topic. I have my own opinions, but would love for you all to chime in. So what do you think? I think it's an interesting question. It's it's funny that they were like, that a, a lot of this is like, oh, the guys usually, I think guys have changed their tune on this. Really? I do. I think this is like a result of like the, like to me, first date when I'm in a relationship, that would be the date. Okay. Because I don't want to get into... Oh, you're saying, okay. When, you know, <laughs> what if you have a conversation? Could it be like then? But then that's almost weird. Like right. This is the anniversary of when we had the conversation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot less romantic. This is the anniversary of when I had to ask you what the fuck we're doing here. Right. So like, I think a lot of men have like kind of come to terms with like the idea of like, I'm just going to give this a hard date. Okay. Like it was our first date, September 1st, done. I don't have to talk about, because then what, what, when you don't give like a, a concrete date, now it's like, well, when did you delete the apps? When did you, when right. did you like, you know, you know, make You'd out with someone else? You'd rather just not even have to go there. Let's not go there. Well, it's funny. It, I kind of, I, I go both ways in certain respects. Cause part of me is like, yeah, the, the more romantic way to do it is the first date. Right. And I would say that with Mike, but then he was not into that. He was like, it should be like when we like decided to be, together but i get that in some ways because some i mean i it's funny because i've i've had a situation where i like um followed a guy on instagram mm-hmm. that i had like gone out with a few times or like hooked up with a few times and it's funny to see like his um i guess now she's his wife but at the time she was his girlfriend post about their anniversary and i'm like that's weird. I like hooked up with that guy <laughs> after that. Like you've been together. A, we hooked up 10 months ago. You've been together a year. Interesting. <laughs> like, right. So it is funny. I mean, I don't know how often that you get to see that other aspect of it, but I've definitely seen that kind of thing. And I'm like, it's, it's less of an, I mean, our, I guess our anniversary is coming up too. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, uh, but you know what I mean? It didn't work out. Right. But it's just, it is kind of funny. Like the idea that, you could be like, well, it's been this period of time, but there were other weird things happening in the in-between. So I get both ways. It's very nice to have a have a, uh, a wedding anniversary so you can just like cleans throw out. Yeah, it just really cleans house of the, all that other weird shit. That's what I was going to ask you. Since now you're married, yeah. 
do you even like when people get when people talk about their anniversary and dating mm-hmm. like married people are always like oh that doesn't count are you now like we get a kind of a refresh on the dates yeah now we threw out every other date yeah. except for the wedding anniversary that's i i think it's also like you don't need i think when you first start dating and it's like a little less secure mm. you're like all right we've got to like be counting everything to mark the milestones to see where we're at and then at this point i'm like i don't really need all that shit like it's like a little too many a little too many things to celebrate well, we don't need to like celebrate our first date and then our conversation where we you know decided to make it official i it is funny the idea of like it's our five month anniversary right <laughs> Right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. You're, you're in the beginning. You're counting, and why do we count? Because we want some sort of like control and like data points, right? Over feeling like you know someone owes you something, or at this level you should reach that. And then once you get married, there's not really any other like milestones after that. So it's a little less. Even up into the point where you get engaged, I'm like, well, how long have we been dating? Right. I. I. I it's funny. On now, the more we talk about this, the more I take back my original. because I'm thinking if I was in a relationship and I, I guess the anniversary post, which is, I don't know if it's something I would even ever do. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing too, but But that guy you're talking about that you went on the date with, you're like, wait a minute, it's their anniversary. Like a lot of these things. I think a lot of guys, if you're like, if you're out there dating and you Mm -hmm. go on a first date with the woman that ends up, that you end up marrying. Right. But you also on a third date with the woman that you got to end it with to go with the one that you're going to end up with. You're kind of like aware of them more than when with the dates than the person you're actually dating. Yeah, I could see that. Because you go, I'm just thinking of how I would play it because I'm like, fuck. You want the person messaging you. Or them being like, this guy is a fucking liar. He went on a date with me. And it's like- Even though you wouldn't have that expectation. Right. And and you don't, I I think a lot of guys, and it's why we run ourselves into trouble and like why we get a lot of emails on this podcast is like this, and you've talked about it, this idea of being so nice that you're mean. (laughs) Like you're just trying to be nice all the time and you're trying not to hurt feelings and on the way to not hurting feelings, there's some white lies that happen along the way. So it's like- you know, what's the anniversary date? And I'm like, I'm going to go with when we had the talk, because if it's first date, I'm going to have a problem. <laughs> well, that was the expectation. But it's like, it's just, it's kind of like, again, it's like that crossroads of like romance versus practicality. Right. Practically speaking, no one expects exclusivity after a first date. Right. Right. But if you think about it, like romantically, the idea that we met, and then you made out or you had sex with other people after we met. It just doesn't read as well in the R story page. No, it does. And and that's, <laughs> and especially when you have this Instagram versus reality world that you mm-hmm. kind of, we, we have put ourselves in the position to have to answer to the reality. Yeah, because there's so much information out there. Right. And we're in the position that we have to promote the romance. <laughs> so you're like, I got to do an anniversary post. Someone out there is going to see this and go like you, yeah, (laughs) I call, I call fall, you know, like, like the, the, the townspeople. Yeah. Right. And you go like, it's, I mean, I'm not going to like message her, but like in my mind, I'm just like, that's kind of funny. Totally. (laughs) And, but the spectrum of people that see it go from that's kind of funny to, I better tell this chick 
Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. in, I mean, your, right. in your wildest dreams, you go, I don't think I did anything wrong. But at the same time, you go, someone has something well, on me. Yeah. Like it's like it's like almost like a political candidate saying something, being no, a hypocrite. Like well, everything's on the Internet never loses. Well, your your reaction to that is based on how strongly you felt about the person. Right. 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 So for me, I'm like, I didn't like I wasn't that into the situation. So I'm like, isn't that funny? Right. Whereas if this was someone that I had been like deeply into and of felt course. really invested in, let's say we were like still at like we were date we had gone on like eight dates mm-hmm. at that point, right? Um, I would probably feel like more hurt by it. But it would be more about like how I it wouldn't be more about the the transgression is the same. But it also could be different. It could be that he lied to you and That's promised true. you things. You know, I'm not, uh, right. not to we shouldn't put it all on you know, the, the, the emotional state of the person yeah. there's, you know, he, he or she might be saying, you know, right. the, how invested you felt, which I, I think you could probably know, have some sense of, even if you're not a hundred percent sure. Right. You know how much you wrong someone within 10% of how much you wrong them. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, it's hard. And it's hard if you're listening right now, it's like, yeah, if your boyfriend wants to make the anniversary date of when you decided it was official, he was seeing other people. And if he wants to make the first date the official moment, then you were the only one he was dating. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's I mean, that's kind of true. And, you know, Mike get hooked up with other people after we had met. Right. Um, and again, like, it's funny now looking back, it's fine to me. I don't like care. Mm. But in the moment, I think having like or or when we started dating, probably like less than a year, finding that out was like a lot more upsetting for me. Right. I I, I kind of thought about that with this email, too. It's like right. this person is like, uh, no, it wasn't this email. There was another um, one. No, the beginning email, the the person saying that he gets superstitious about putting names in there. Like, oh, yeah. did she because other people he was in love with didn't work out. It's like, were you curious as to who those people were? Right. No, it's a good point. Right. Like yeah. I, if I heard that, I'd be like, well, where the let me see. Show me. (laughs) Show me. Show me. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. All right, I'm ready. You want to do ready? this one? Yeah. Red flag deal breaker. The guy you're dating has only ever dated girls with the same name as you. That is wild. Okay, let me just start. <laughs> only with, is she using that term like 
It's oh. so well known in his friend group that there are occasionally jokes that you're just another one of the Emilys. <laughs> this is a, relatable to my situation. Is it? With the Jareds. Oh, yeah. That's funny. I found this out six months into dating my boyfriend. We've now been together for two and a half years and have talked about getting married in the next few years. It wasn't necessarily a red flag or deal breaker for me. Just something that kind of find, that I kind of find hilarious, especially with Emily being such a popular name. To top it off, apparently the other two Emilys also have the same middle name of Elizabeth as I do. Hopefully the final Emily out of all the Emilys. <laughs> That's very, <laughs> That's very funny. funny. Yeah. Um, to me, this makes total sense. <clears throat> Really? Yeah, because I don't think I think you, this is a name is not something you think of as having something to do with your type. Mm. But I think it totally is. Really? I think a name sometimes gives you like an insight into like what that person's type is. That person's type is like kind of a basic white girl. It sounds like <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, like I just, Fair. I'm saying they're not like it's not like they are dating people with like unique maybe like different ethnicities different whatever like there's nothing right. wrong again there's nothing wrong i think with having a type but to me it's kind of like you have a type you like a certain kind of person i had dated a mike before right and i think that that also is also base a kind of like a i'm into like a bait no no offense mike kind of a basic <laughs> kind of guy right like i'm not looking for someone like with like a no, wildly I, eccentric i i uh, i totally agree with like if i ended up yeah. with a lauren you right. wouldn't be fucking surprised. No, not at all. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone with like any of the names, like if you think about, think about all the names of your exes. They're not, I'm sure they're not like that interestingly different no. from each other. They're all somewhat to Torah-ish. Jews. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's your type? <laughs> Jews. Jews. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I that mean, makes sense. Uh, or the, the, what did Patty Stanger, the Kim Kardashian? You're yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, and Emily is a is a type. You're right. That that is um, not a. Risky, I didn't think of it that right. way. Yeah, I don't think of it as the name of a completely out of the box risky whatever. And this mm. guy also, I think that tells you something about him. He likes a certain kind of person. He's I would, I assume he's he's not that eccentric. <laughs> right. Well, it, it, this makes sense. I. It is funny to think of like all these Emilys just getting together. And having an Emily day, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, no, it's funny. Like it, a, it wouldn't be a as far as red flag or deal breaker. I wouldn't be like just another one of your Emilys. Like I'm just no. another one. I, well, I guess it. You know, I'm. I just told you a story about other Jareds, right? And it bothered you, so maybe I, you wouldn't be into it, right? I read this earlier. Didn't think of this at all when I was telling you this story. Yeah, because in my mind, I'm like. Well, I guess he didn't text her, be like, "Hey, the other Emilys didn't really work out. <laughs> Let me see how you." I want to date a better Emily, right? Than the one I've been dating. That's kind of the difference yeah. in the stories. No, I agree. Um, I'm trying to think if someone was like, they'd only they dated multiple. Jordan I mean, that would Bunch be weird. Jordanas. <laughs> I'd be like, I, it's a little bit of a weirder name. I would right. be like a little. That would be more surprising to me, but also just because of the rarity of the name. But like Emily is what probably top. Five for Especially whatever for we were cer born, certain, certain age group. Generation, yeah. Yeah. To me, that's not that weird. I wouldn't, I'd actually be a little comforted by it. Oh, really? Like, I, I am exactly what you've been looking for. Right. This isn't right. A, an experiment. I am definitely your type. And um, <laughs> this is what you're into. Right. Be like, this isn't, I, I, I would know it wouldn't be like an experimental thing from them. They'd only dated Emily. And mm. then my name was like, 
I don't know, crystal or like something. I don't know. Something like a little bit more like off the, yeah, you know, just different. Yeah. You'd, yeah, be, different. you'd be like, Oh, what made you go from Emily land to crystal? Right. Crystal or if I though. had like a thick, like Israeli name or something like very like, you know, I would be like, this seems like more of an experiment from to Emily to Shoshana. Yes. <laughs> How did this happen? What, what, what changed? Yeah. Yes. I guess there's also this thought of like, um, if you hear things enough, they trigger certain, you know, taste buds. Yes. I'm sure when he hears Emily, he thinks penis, sex. I've, you know, like I, I, it becomes right. this word association. Or maybe game. like comfort. Comfort. Yeah. Boner. Have you ever been like attracted to or turned off by a name? I'm doing a joke about it. The, there I, was like I've seen. You'll have to tune in to the show and find out what that name is. Jerry didn't like that joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I talk about it on the app. Sometimes you see a name, you're like, I could never end up with that name. Well, that's what Ramit said. He was like, remember, he was like, I'm not going to have a kid named Mike. Right. <laughs> Right, right, um, right, right. Which is fine. I mean, again, that I think that says something about. Well, the I think person. you also envision yeah. what your life will be. Yeah. And this you're person not, has envisioned an Emily life. You're you know? not dating a Christina. That's not a Jewish name. Probably not. You're not dating a Mary. Like, that's just not, I don't see that going to be that, that like, in the cards ma- for you. Mary hyphenated other name. I could never un- Right. I Mary Jo. Mary Jo. If Kate. I saw Mary Jo on a dating app, no offense to all the Mary Joes Nothing listen, wrong with Mary Jo. Nothing right. wrong with them. I would go, get out of here. I, I, I can't see it. I don't. And again, there is, this is also the problem with online dating is that you you kind of have the menu in front of you and you don't even take a chance. Right. You see Mary Joe and you go, teacher, ew. You know, like I, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm famously known to do. Um, the Yeah, you, you get in front of it's the a little adventure. Too, also, I find that name, again, it's nothing wrong with that name. I find it to be too wholesome for you, too not yeah. Jewish for you. It's just not in my wheelhouse. It's just, you know. That's what I'm saying. This makes this makes complete sense to me. It does. Green flag. Have you dated more than one person with the same name? Yeah. Okay. I have. That makes sense. I definitely have. I But I'm thinking back. There's only so many like Amanda's. <laughs> Whatever that. <laughs> I've dated every Rachel in the tri There you go. Yeah. That, that makes sense to me. Let's do another. Okay. Hello, Jane. Jane, I'm a big fan of your work solving dating again and again. I'm 32, single, and have a red flag or deal breaker, or maybe a green flag for you that I've gotten mixed mm. opinions on. Recently got an Instagram follow request from a man that I did not know, but I checked out his profile and saw that he lived in my city. He was good looking and seemed like he had his life together, so I accepted his request. Those are <laughs> the two main criteria for- Good looking, yes. life together. together. Yeah. Yes. Immediately after I accepted and followed him back, he DM'd me that he had seen me on a dating app and was too impatient to wait for a possible match. See screenshot below. All right, let's let's read the screenshot and then I'll get back to the email. Okay. So you read the screenshot. I'll be him. Hi. Lovely to connect. He said See, her name, which I do think is important. Hi, bl- like blank. Okay. Uh, uh, hi, blank. He's not sending it out to everyone. Copy paste ish. <laughs> but lovely c- to connect. Would you? What do you think of that? Uh, I have issues with a lot of the the terminology in this. In this one, yeah. okay. Hi Lovely blank. To- <laughs> Hi blank. It's very LinkedIn. Yes. Oh, it gets more LinkedIn. Hi blank. Lovely to connect. Full disclosure: Your profile came up on a dating app, and I was dot dot dot. Well, dot dot dot. 
too impatient to wait for a possible match to be able to say hello. Shrugging emoji, heart emoji. Oh, no, she hearted it. Shrugging emoji. Hope you don't mind the more direct approach and would be lovely to meet in person or chat on the phone sometime if your schedule allows. Smiley face. Um, if your schedule allows is also something you would write in a professional right. email. Right. My issue with it isn't that he DM'd her because I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think that the approach is doesn't say anything about her profile or her. So it does make me feel like a little copy and pasty. Okay. Even though it does say her name, which is the, mm -hmm. somewhat of a saving grace for right, it. Right. But I think this is, I mean, I'll read the rest of the email. She wrote, nowadays, someone doesn't have to work too hard to find you on social media with the information provided on the dating app, like name, workplace, and college. It's not like you had to launch an extensive in investigation. But the brunch table was mixed. <laughs> Some saw this as invasive. Hear me, hear me. <laughs> the man is out of order. You know? The election for the right. brunch table. Some saw this as invasive, while others thought it was sweet and shows that he's confident. It wasn't a deal breaker for me, but I did take him up on having a phone call first. It went well, and we've been out and have dinner plans for tomorrow. Where are your thoughts? Is it What are your thoughts? Is it creepy or cute to circumvent the dating apps and contact someone directly before there's been a match? Is it one of those situations where it's creepy if you're not interested in him, but cute if you're interested? Excited to hear your take. Thank you. I have opinions. I agree that it's creepy if it if you're not and cute if it is and it would depend on the guy. Depends I didn't like the message that much. Yeah, there's a, there's a it's hard because I think I get what he's doing. Saw her on the app, put two and two together, found her on Instagram isn't really the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. I've done it, you've done it, we've all done a version of this. Sure. The the confidence it takes to have no thought of maybe she already said no to me is very male. I didn't even think of that. When you swipe right, you think, well, they haven't seen me yet is is a, a different way to think than swipe right, no match. Right. They Wasn't must have said no already. You know, there's yeah. two ways that it's glass half full, half empty. I needed his message. The way he messaged annoyed me. It has no hat in hand to it. Okay. You are, you're coming Was to it, her oh, door. You're saying he's because he's not saying maybe you're not interested. I don't know. <laughs> he never even says like. Uh, Sorry uh, if this makes you uncomfortable. The idea of too impatient. Like it, I don't like the impatient bothers. He's me. trying to be romantic. I was too impatient. I needed to have you now. I needed to <laughs> have you in my arms tonight. You're the most beautiful woman I've. Yeah, like I I don't like the impatient thing. Okay. If he had written, hey. I'm sure you get these all the time. I saw you on a dating app. I thought you were, uh, you, you seem like very much my type. Um, and I don't even know if you've already said no to me. And I know this is weird. I think you have to say, I know no, this, this is, is weird. weird. That's fair. Yeah. The message, I don't like the message itself. Well, the message shows that he might have no social awareness whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, like, I mean, she went out with him. So yeah. She didn't think it was that big of a deal. No, no, for right, her yeah. it, right. it worked. I mean, it, you, 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 your looks, your, 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 your attraction away from not being creepy. Yes. Well, that's the that's the thing. If I got a message from that from this guy, I wouldn't be like, oh, what a great message. But I, if he was attractive, and I was like, might have said yes anyway, I would probably go out with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I guess I, I, if I was, if I was attracted, I guess this message wouldn't matter. Right. If your schedule allows. 
If your schedule allows. The wording I, is yeah. so weird. Maybe he's trying so hard not to be creepy that he went in the direction of like <laughs> setting up a work meeting. Right. He tried to be so professional. Right. Because it does it does sound like he went out of his way to try to be as as little like pertaining to anything about like romance or dating as he could. But that's kind of the annoying part. Hope you don't of it. mind the more direct approach. Like I've gotten like cold emails like this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to work for Betches. Right. You know, like yeah, I I think that bothers me more. This this lack of acknowledgement that I am doing something that I'm not letting the dating app do for me what it is built to do. Yeah. Like some people might respect that though. They might, I, again, they might think of it as an alpha move, alpha, Hey, fuck the app. Right. I don't need your match. I match with you. <laughs> That's kind of what he said. Yeah, Maybe she's flattered by it. I, I can understand yeah. that too. I just think to so me, be a red flag for you. It'd be a red flag as far as like, I just need them to go. Like, I, I guess I'm, I'm not saying I'm different from this person. I, I get a, a number of DMS because I'm on social media. Right. So, and the DMS that I get that are like, if I get a DM that's like, hey, with Ugh. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, that's stop. Bad. I mean, it. that's not what this is, though. No, that's yeah. not what this is. But if I got like, again, lovely to connect from someone I've never met, <laughs> like, like I told you, like, hello, friend. No, what? we are not fucking right. friends. That's weird. What if the person was super attractive? Would you go out with them? If you got this message. I wouldn't go out. I would engage with them. You wouldn't go out with them. I don't know. Okay. I need a little bit of. I need Hard them to, to back off. Hard to get. Okay. I, uh, you know. You need to know their real personality first. Yeah, I can't go out with a bot. <laughs> that does, <it> does <laughs> this that. is very much a Can bot. Can you wire me money? I'm a uh, Nigerian, <laughs> Nigerian prince. prince. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it, yeah, I need to see some realism here. I get that. I respect that move. Right, let's, let's do one, do one more. more. Okay. Sup, J&J. been listening since 2019 after a coworker recommended you guys to me after a bad breakup. Love to see you guys thrive. Now for my question. Someone a few week, weeks ago had written in about a guy they were seeing whose house had a ton of sports memorabilia and they thought it'd be too much. In that vein, I have a sip. Well, we heard from that person. Oh, yeah. Well, we did we hear from them or was well, no, it? No, we heard from the someone... woman who sent it. Yes. She got contacted that the guys heard it. Yes, that was it. And and we got the message that he sent her. I yeah, yeah, yeah. We or got, you got the message. I got the, she yeah. but it, basically it's funny. I think he was like happy that she mentioned he had a good penis. Yes. That was like <laughs> all he cared about. <laughs> right, right. He was like a little he was like a little weirded out by it, but he was like, It's okay, you said that I had a good penis. Right. It's funny because like I don't even remember that about the email, but clearly that's all that he's Thinking about that didn't even include. Yeah, I had no thought of his. And, and then I went back to it and <laughs> listen. She's like she did mention that his penis game was strong. It's funny. You talk about the confidence of a man. Mm. And like, I think if it were me, I would only think about the embarrassing thing that was given there. Even if he was like <laughs> she and she was really beautiful. I would like forget about that is clearly like the only thing that he it's the opposite for him. Right. <laughs> right. I. I <laughs> It's like you can say anything you want about a guy. Just be like, and by the way, penis game's strong. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. we all have problems. Yeah. You know, like I'm wondering if it would work for me if I was like, yeah, you know, their room was a mess. I could never be with this woman. I could never date her at all. Great vagina. I don't think it would work. The no, same. I don't think. No. It would. <laughs>
Okay, so this guy writes, uh, my basement and a bit of my bedroom is decked out in video games, TV, movie collectibles, frame 27 by 40 posters, two shelves of collectible figures, uh, statues, arts, books, gaming, PC, TV, entertainment setup. Okay. All those consoles. All those consoles. That pretty much covers it. By the time I am taking a girl home, they pretty much know the deal, who I am, and what they are getting into. I have never had a girl turned off because my hobbies and interests are displayed in my dwellings, but I can get that if get can get if it does. Is that better than sports stuff? So I'm curious. Red flag or deal breaker? The guy's a nerd, and his house is full of nerdy shit. Signed, the nerdy guy from Philly. What do you think? I'm more turned off by the fact that I use the word dwellings. <laughs> Made in my dwellings. Uh, what I <laughs> right? I've never had a a woman. I've never had a female species turned off by my dwellings like, or alien? any of my consoles of all of my Marvel uh, bobbleheads that ha- are within the structure of the confines of my dwelling. Exactly. I mean, this guy's definitely a nerd. I don't, again, right. I'm not even saying like the deal breaker for me for the sports thing was like, I'm just not into that. But if I, if someone was like, it wouldn't be that big of an issue. You're fucking a guy and you're on top of him and you look up and it's a giant Yoda saying, may the force be with it's you. It's not for me. <laughs> but I'm but, saying like, would yeah. you be turned off by the Surat? Like, would you need Yoda to not be looking you in the eye? I w- it wouldn't be, I would be like a little turned off. Yeah, sure. Well, I guess, it, I but guess I don't the know turn if I'd be a deal breaker. Let's, I guess, I guess his question is like, would it be childish? Because of the video games and stuff? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like, like I would say, I'll speak for this person, like, you know, football and gaming and collectibles is all like man boy. Right. That's true. It doesn't matter if it's sports. Right. Sports is a childish you thing. You do want to feel like you're with an adult. Right. Yes. So I guess it's like, I, I think to me, like an, I wonder is like, shit together, like a nice apartment. Right. Is the apartment nice, but it's full of collectibles. Like, right. or are they like, Hey, mom and dad are out of town. Right. And is then it, you go to their that's a good bedroom point. in the basement and it's all collectibles. It's a different story. Yeah, that's a great point. It's like the ideal apartment to walk into. It's not about them liking one thing or about the other. And you could like video games or Yoda or all that other shit or have like a little hint of it in your apartment. There's nothing wrong with liking that. But there is something that's a turn on about walking into an apartment that is decorated like thoughtfully as an adult person. That you pay for on your own. Yes. <laughs> that is like, you're like an yeah, adult yeah. home. Yeah, where you're like, oh, someone put thought into this. There's like something that matches something else. There's like a, you know, there's curtains maybe or something like that. There's somewhat, there's an, there. this was given an eye for like the way that someone else might look at it. Right. I guess, I guess. Besides you. <laughs> let's say it's tons of collectibles, but. Okay, let me let me set up because I think this is like a very male qu- like I like if I walked into a woman's apartment and it was a bunch of like stuffed animals and pillows and stu- stuffed animals, I would go, I'd shove them off the way, uh, off the bed as I got ready to get blown. Like I wouldn't give would a you, shit. Would you date the person though? Yeah, but I, I guess. Yeah, I I don't think I would have any thought. Like I'm trying to think of like what I could see that would make me think of them as a not dateable person and right. there's not like stuffed animals doesn't make me 
not want to date someone. I get that. Like you have a everywhere. I guess yeah. I I if those are from your childhood, I don't what know. If, what if they have this exact bedroom with TVs, gaming. consoles, gaming? Yeah. I, <laughs> I would wonder how I ended up on a date with them in the first place because it's just not you know who I normally date. Right. But I. I guess the gaming stuff wouldn't bother. I don't know. I, I'm wondering if you walk into an apartment, you went on a date with a guy and then you come back in and it is full of those like mini, it's all figurines everywhere, but it's really done well. Like I have a friend, he's a comic, Greg Stone, very funny comic. He collects. Yeah. Fi you know, it looks figures. like neat and organized and like, and he puts them in positions and Spider-Man's flying in and he's got, it is like a, I look at them and I go, this is actual art. Yeah, that's cool. But then he also has a bed frame. It has to be done tastefully. Mm. That's the whole thing. That's what makes the difference. Is it like a mess of like piles of, of Yodas of everywhere? Yeah. Or is <laughs> Clean it like, up your toys. Like you said, yeah. like, it, like it has an art. There's an art to it. It's done right. thoughtfully. I think that, that's really the big distinguisher. That's to me, I think a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, you like care about these things. It's not just a bunch of toys that you play with right. that are on the ground. It's part of an aesthetic. Right. I think that's a big. That's a turn on. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. You've just tried. Yeah. You have some sort of passion that you exhibit in a way that's thoughtful to mm. some level of. I guess design. that's the difference between the nerd stuff and the sports stuff. The sports stuff, it's it 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 can be put up in a way that it's just like. Yeah, I slapped a poster on the wall and You could do sports it. stuff thought thoughtfully too. I'm sure yes. many men have like, you know, signed something on the wall framed. Right. Or, but I guess it but I my I guess my point is that it's it's easier to just throw up some sports stuff and it right. looks disgusting. Yeah. When it comes to like I think some of this like memorabilia collectible thing, you're like you care more. Right. I don't know. There's, it might I, be harder to, to, to do. Actually, I think you could do either of it. I think you could have a passion for something mm -hmm. and, and put it up in a way that's like, again, aesthetically pleasing. Mm. And that's no, kind of, a, I, that, that's where it, that could be something that could be a turn off is a turn on depending on how you display it. Right. Right. I, I, is it just like thrown everywhere or is it like framed in a cool way where you're like, Oh, what's this? Let me learn more about it. Right. If, if he yells, don't, don't no, 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 you're going to step on the, step on the controller. You don't want to do that. Exactly. <laughs> Here's where I keep my controllers is different than don't step on the controllers. Yes. I mean, how many controllers do you have? <laughs> when you're walking to my dwelling, I am going to need you to remove your shoes because there's a lot of expensive Yoda art. Dwelling is such a weird word. That's like a little scary to me. Yeah. It's the TI-83 plus of people. Yes. Um, we did it again. So proud Solved of us. Solved dating. For our anniversary, we went long, but I, I think it was appropriate, happy, right? Yeah, happy anniversary. Happy our, anniversary. Your gift is coming, I promise. <laughs> I hope you share it. Don't worry about it. Buy me a coffee. From, from the Starbucks, card that you the gave, gift card so you bought get. you a coffee? No, yeah. mine, now mine is going to have to be way better than yours, so you feel weird about yours. This is all worked in my favor. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming up, Jared. It pays to be first. Men it should does. listen to that too. It pays to be first. Yeah, okay. do the anniversary gift the day before. That's per yeah. There you go. That's great. All right. Well, that's it for us. Happy anniversary. We'll be back Happy on Sunday. Yes. Bye. The U Up Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. 
social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.